Well, today's reading is Luke 19, and um, in our chapter for today, we come to the beginning of the last week of Jesus' earthly life and ministry, and almost all of the material in this chapter appears and has already appeared in our reading in both Matthew and Mark. There is one story here that's unique to Luke's gospel, and it's the well-known encounter with a tax collector named Zacchaeus. Both, uh, or I, I would say because of all the other events in the chapter were, I think, hopefully well covered in previous uh, podcasts. Today we're going to focus on Luke's unique account of Zacchaeus. So I want to think about it in three ways. First, just just get some context. Um, as the chapter opens, Luke tells us that Jesus came to the town of Jericho and that living and working in that town was a man named Zacchaeus. And he mentions two facts about Zacchaeus. One, that he was a chief tax collector. And two, he was rich. (laughs) Those are not throwaway details. They are not insignificant. They give us a big clue and a big insight into who Zacchaeus was. Now, in that day, um, there were different kinds of tax collectors. Zacchaeus was likely part of the the, the group of tax collectors called moks who were responsible for collecting various kinds of taxes. And among this group of tax collectors, there were different divisions. Uh, there were those who were fairly low on the totem pole, as it were, and were the ones who set up shop on the street and sort of manned the tax booth out in the public. Matthew, for example, was likely one of that kind. And remember that Jesus found him when he was sitting at the tax booth. On the other end of the spectrum, there were the mokes who were higher up on the totem pole, having worked their way up the ranks, and now had people working for them and under them. And they would reap huge benefits through commissions and other sort of ill-gotten gains. Zacchaeus was likely an example of this kind, based on the fact that Luke refers to him as a chief tax collector in verse 2. Having identified him as such a high-ranking tax collector, uh, he stated the obvious in verse 2, he was rich. That is probably an understatement considering the vast amounts that he was able to give away after his conversion later in the story. No doubt he didn't have very many friends, if if he had any friends at all. And one would be hard-pressed to find anyone desiring to to befriend or have any kind of fellowship with Zacchaeus. Surely based on his occupation and reputation, no one initiated contact with him. They probably avoided him like the plague. Furthermore, more, most people dreaded to see him uh, seeking a meeting with them. So this would change when Jesus came to town. And so next we have a conversation that Jesus has with Zacchaeus. The story gives no indication of Zacchaeus wanting to talk to Jesus. He just simply says that he was seeking to see who Jesus was, and so because he was short, he climbed up in the sycamore tree to see him, verses 3 and 4. Apparently, he just wanted to see the man that people were making such a fuss about. And so uh, we already saw Jesus back in Mark 10:23 talk about uh, how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because wealth brings with it a pervasive sense of self-sufficiency. We feel that 
because we have no physical need, we, then we also have no spiritual need, or we don't even think about spiritual needs at all. And our physical satisfaction overpowers and masks any sense we may possibly have otherwise of a spiritual need. Well, this was likely true of Zacchaeus. He was not seeking an audience with Jesus. He wasn't reaching out to Jesus for salvation. He just wanted to see Jesus that everybody was talking about. But Jesus knew Zacchaeus' need, even though Zacchaeus didn't know his own need. So Jesus spoke to him, and uh, Jesus initiated the conversation. In verse 10, Jesus describes his own mission, saying, The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And here we find him seeking Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was not seeking Jesus. He just wanted to see him. Jesus was seeking Zacchaeus. From all we know, it doesn't appear that Zacchaeus had ever met Jesus. Otherwise, why rush to climb up the tree and see him? Yet Jesus calls him by name, commanding him to come down from the tree and take him to his home. Verse 5, I believe in that moment when Jesus called Zacchaeus by name, Zacchaeus knew that Jesus knew more than just his name. I believe Zacchaeus knew, Jesus knew everything about him. And he still wanted to eat in his home and fellowship with him. Zacchaeus was experiencing grace he didn't find anywhere else. And finally, the conversion of Zacchaeus. Notice Zacchaeus' reaction to Jesus' command. Verse 6 says, he hurried and came down from the tree. And then it says, he received Jesus into his home joyfully. This is the first indication that the Lord was bringing Zacchaeus to repentance and faith. Then it becomes more than clear that he was born again to spiritual life when he joyfully responded to Jesus saying, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Verse 8, that's repentance. Halting the current direction of your life. And because of Jesus walking in the opposite direction, Jesus doesn't simply save us from punishment from hell but begins now in progressively saving us from ourselves if anyone is in christ he is a new creation second corinthians five seventeen. this is what we see in zacchaeus he was a new man in christ he is a picture of real genuine repentance that's a great word from luke chapter 19